what is up this is messing around mondays uh we are super excited about this episode i think it's going to be a good one i will tell you right off the top mason's uh, should i watch that today is going to be something special uh mason watched a movie I, none of us actually know his take yet so i've heard some positive some negative and so be on the lookout for that coming up later in the episode. We got some press releases coming at you hot today. And uh, we're going to end up with something a little different. We are going to blind rank in honor of the Dune premiere this week. We're going to blind rank sci-fi movies. And so we decided specifically not to draft on this one because we did not want all of the hate mail that we would have gotten. And so here we are instead because Mason's entire list would be... Marvel movies and maybe one <laughs> Star Wars movie. I was gonna put Sharknado in there. That's like hey, that's why we didn't draft today. That's why we didn't draft. <laughs> we get enough hate uh, on our draft. I could not imagine the nerd community coming after Mason single-handedly. So uh, we're doing a blind ranking instead. I think it's gonna be a fun little segment though. Uh, I, and I, so I'm excited about the episode, boys. Uh, how are we doing today? How are we feeling? Feeling good. Feeling sugared up. I'm eating leftover birthday cake. Cake mm-hmm. left and right. Uh, we had my daughters. We make them have a joint birthday party because they're still young enough to pull off that scam. Yep. Their birthdays are a week apart. Um, so we had the birthday party Saturday. The boys were there. Lots of children. They can attest mm-hmm. to running around. Lots being of children. Wild. Yeah. There, there was a small child that just came up and punched Zach in the leg and then ran away. True. And Zach was like, I don't even know this kid. <laughs> that did happen. I, uh, it's because Tim's daughter likes to beat me up a lot. They yep. had a baseball I, bat too for the pinata, <laughs> and they were just like hitting Zach with a with a baseball bat, treating him like the pinata. Yeah, Zach was over there minding his own business. I kind of was watching it unfold, and I watched my daughter get all the other kids around. And yeah, say, now let's all beat up Zach. <laughs> like right. eight of them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know. Sometimes Zach he does mess with Macy back, and that's you know it's fine. She thinks it's funny. It's true. Uh, this time he didn't do anything. He didn't start it at all. <laughs> he was he was just minding his own business. I didn't even antagonize her. Yeah, it just she happened. Went she went and got a gang of kids and came after him. Very scary. <laughs> it's, it's not a world you want to be in. Having a, a handful of five year olds coming for you. It is a little bit of a weird spot when you have all of their like parents are there too. And I know if I don't know the kids, I sure don't know the parents. So they're like, why is my kid over there punching this random guy? This random dude. The corner. I was like, eh, don't worry about it. It's... I did not I ask do. for this. <laughs> How much hash brown casserole? You had like pans of that stuff left. How yeah, much? I take so... a good bit of it home with me too. Yeah. So, gave me some to go. Here's some slander. Uh, if my wife catches this on the podcast, uh, I have been. I have gone missing. Come look for me. It was but, a great uh, party, Morgan. It was a great party. She she does this as a as a as a job. She plans people's parties. She does great. Um, so we got it catered because I didn't want to cook for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Smart. Yeah. So she got a cater. We did breakfast theme. All great. I'm trying to feed a bunch of kids. Right. Why did right. we get hash brown casserole? <laughs> um, kids don't like hash brown casserole, especially when the caterer doesn't cook the onions before she puts them in the hash brown casserole so you can taste raw onion in it. What? Uh, I didn't say that. Uh, I don't know anything about cooking or anything like that. So, but she brings a full pan of hash brown casserole, which yeah. is a lot of hash brown it was, casserole. It was a lot. You, we could have got a, we didn't even eat half of it. So I was just giving it away. 
I gave away a ton of it. And you still had a bunch to take home. And I still had another half pan full I took home with us. Morgan was mad. She was like, you better not have given it all away. I was like, don't worry. I saved you some raw onion so hash brown casserole. Don't worry. <laughs> is there anything like that that you're just like, I'm glad I have a pan of? Like mac and cheese is probably that. That I, If I would have saw that there, yeah, I'd been like, I'll take cheese, a whole cheese, I'd have been happy. Yep. I, I will say that. Specifically like breakfast. I didn't know. Yeah, go ahead. We had a baby shower the other week and <clears throat> similar to Tins. We had a lot of cake left over, and I ate so much of that cake. Like I tried <laughs> to give it away, and all the there's something in me that if there's cake in the fridge, it's like every after every meal, it's like mm, I better have a piece of cake now, and it's dangerous. Like you can, it's like thousands of calories stacked up on top of each other in an instant, just That's, in a moment. You don't want that to go to waste, though. It's true. That is what you have to tell yourself. I am uh I'm lucky that my the fat guy in me doesn't really like cake. Um I'm not a big frosting guy, so mm. I'm not as attracted to the cake because there is a lot of cake out there in my mm. house right now. I'm not sit I'm not sitting here telling you um that I won't eat cake because I will. <laughs> um, I have eaten cake today. But I just I don't know, I'm not gonna house tons of it. Just a little right. bit of it. Granted, a little bit of it is more than enough. The term Correct. let them eat cake is a traditional translation of the French phrase. Marie Manguet de Lebrance said to have spoken in the 18th century by a great princess upon being told that the peasants had no bread. The French phrase mentions, uh, oh no, a bread enriched from butter and eggs considered a luxury food. Let them eat cake. I was just wondering hmm. where that came from. So now we all know. I bet you guys did not know you were going to get a history and a words with Mason this episode. I, it wasn't on our sheet, so uh, I'm pleasantly surprised you get one of those things. Uh, it's a good episode. You get both, and we're looking at a Hall of Fame episode five minutes in. <laughs> but yes, you were correct. Uh, Mary and Antoinette. Mary Mar- Antoinette. Mar- Marie Antoinette. Marie, yes. Correct. The Queen of France during the French Re- yeah. Revolution, everybody. Yeah. Yep, just if you didn't... Uh, you you didn't almost know. said revolution the other way that <laughs> you do sometimes, and I was going to laugh really hard. <laughs> uh, Mason yeah. acted as the yes. pinata at the uh, at the birthday party for anyone out there that was curious. He was the tallest, so he had to hold it up while the children tried to hit the pinata. Yeah. Uh, they, had a, they had a great idea to hold a broom, which I was thinking this is not going to go well if I'm literally just stretching my arm out and holding a pinata. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get hit a place that I don't want to get hit, but we didn't, have, we didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was <clears throat> fun fact about pinatas. If you pack them too tight, it makes them hard to break, especially mm-hmm. if all you have is a plastic baseball bat. <laughs> um, and then another piece of advice is go ahead and tear it. Have a good tear in it. That way it's already kind of pre-done because five-year-olds aren't very strong. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I had a, I have like a miniature, not not like a miniature miniature, but I have like a like a mini uh, wooden Louisville bat, Louisville slugger I got from the museum mm. when I was in high school. And I can't find it. Macy, I let her play with it and she lost it. And I was going to have that at the party. So luckily for you, I didn't. If you did get yeah. hit, because that would have yeah. hurt. That would have been bad. Some of those kids were 
coming at you with violence. And that thing still didn't break open. Like we basically just ripped that thing open at the end after they all went through. I was like, oh, I'm going to pull it up and make it hard for them to hit it because I don't want this thing to break open the first time. No, they went through like three or four rounds of like without even breaking it. So pinatas, what a. I should do what a history of Mason on uh, where that came from. Yeah, maybe maybe another episode <laughs> we'll do that. Maybe another episode. Save it. Ah, save it. Save it. Never know when we need to have a history about pinatas in our back pocket. That's right. <laughs> and then I'll be ready to go. Oh, you brought up pinatas tins? Well, that's funny because uh, that started in the 1700s. Actually, don't know. I got a funny pinata story for you. <laughs> funny enough, you talk about pinatas. <laughs> Did you know they were actually invented? Uh, I can't wait. What an Easter egg. What an yeah, Easter egg. Birthday party. March yeah, is like the craziest tough. month of the year for me. Yeah. Uh, my kids have birthday months, essentially. Name another six-year-old who's going to a Dan and Shay concert for her birthday and a Paw Patrol Live show the next weekend and something else. Do something else. So March, I'll be running around like a crazy person. <clears throat> There you go. Sounds and that great. doesn't count all the amount of basketball you're going to be watching. And then all the basketball I have to squeeze in, which is, which is a requirement. Uh, shout out <clears throat> my jobs. I will be taking off a Thursday and a Friday for March Madness. If those days are not approved, all of a sudden, I feel like the flu will be going around. Hmm. Weird fun fact, though. The day that uh, the most <laughs> appointments for vasectomies is... Uh, the first day of March, Matt, first weekend of March Madness, usually yep. the Thursday wow. and Friday. Yeah, because so, you have to be at work that for a couple days. Pocket. Yep, you always have to have a couple days off, watch some basketball while you're recovering. So, there you go, recovering from what <laughs> the vasectomy. Who would ever thought you would be talking about uh, all the things that you've already learned about where let them eat cake came from, vasectomies? We're just covering snip, snap, everything. Snip, today. Snap. <laughs> This is an educational podcast at the end of the day. You have no idea the physical toll that three vasectomies <laughs> takes on a person. <laughs> oh, one of the best lines ever. That's great. Uh, all right. We have some press releases today. Stuff in the news. We got some big stuff. Um, maybe we start off with this one because I think we're going to have some takes on it. Um, Wendy's. Mm. I, I've we we have been big Wendy's fans on this pod so far. I will say mm. they came yep. out with some news this week. Troubling, troubling for Wendy's guy. <laughs> so I call it frightening. Uh, <laughs> this is I've been talked about some this week. It's been hot, hotly debated. Wendy's will start experimenting with surge pricing in 2025 along the lines of Uber and Lyft. Uh, dynamic pricing on burgers, frosties, and other menu items, which will increase the cost on the items during times of increased demand. What that means is during the lunch hour, especially, I would guess, and then I would guess late night, probably, especially like on weekends, you can go in and your frosty might cost, um, two dollars instead of a dollar fifty or whatever the price is because there's increased demand uh this is so if you are not familiar places like uber do this a lot already where if it is during certain time periods where there's a lot of rides being requested uh to fulfill the demand 
they charge more for that to incentivize more drivers to be on the road during those times to make sure that everyone can get a ride when they need it. Does that make sense for a place like Wendy's? No, Bob. <sighs> no. no. If this you're is never going to happen. This is, yeah, this is going to, this will be started in like some big cities, I would assume. I don't think it's something we're really going to get hit with here, um, if I had to guess. But yeah, no, this is a good and quick way to run your customer base off if you're going to raise your prices just during busy time. So lunch rush, dinner rush type deal. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Wendy's, I, we're all big fans of Wendy's, but yep. the average person probably looks at Wendy's as one of the more expensive places. If they do have good deals, <laughs> they've got the, the $5 well, used to. RIP, to RIP the four for four. I mean, those meal deals too. now are like six bucks for like a small drink, four nuggets, mm. a small fry, and a little burger. Depends on what you get, which kind of burger yeah. you get. Yes. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it's not terrible for six bucks at all, but their normal combos are about 11 bucks a piece. Way expensive. Right. Yeah. So you're going to upcharge that three more dollars. And at that point, you're really going to start seeing people go, okay, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Like I'm just going to find a little mom and pop place or something that's cheaper. I will say Taco Bell has figure has adopted the, I know we're back on fast food here, but Taco Bell has adopted the um, Wendy's model where I think Wendy's under finally understood that like people do not in a normal lunch, do not want to spend $11 on, on a lunch. I don't at least I, I want in that $5 feels much better for me on a lunch like that's almost to the point where like that's as cheap as if i were going to like make a meal at home or buy like a frozen right. meal yeah. that five dollars is like a comparable price at least um and they have their little 599 uh whatever the taco bell one is called they're like the, value meal the cravings box the, craving, the cravings yeah. box and that's pretty yeah. good it's like an entree and then a pretty good uh like second kind of it's like a taco or, or like ta- one of their yeah, yeah, yeah. value menu burritos. Yeah. And then like a side of potatoes or, or chips and then drink for like five mm-hmm. nine nine. That's a pretty good deal yeah. too. So I think uh, that's if, if I may, if I'm a fast food restaurant, I am creating a combo similar to that because I think that's in the sweet spot. You can get a nice sample of items, uh, including a drink and like a side for a cool five or six dollars. It feels pretty good. Yeah, it's to throw it back to my cookout days. Um, the cookout tray, if you're familiar with it, it's used can, to be. It, it used, to, I mean, they've gotten up to six ninety nine, seven ninety nine, um, but back in its glory days of five ninety nine, um, fire. That was the company's motto. I worked there for a long time, and and the thing was, was we can sell these for cheaper because we're going to sell a ton of them. Yep. If you can, if you can sell double these, then compared to Wendy's next door that's selling one combo. For the price of two of these, no, we'll get more people over here to do this, mm-hmm. and so that's what's going to happen. You can't you can't mm-hmm. charge people an arm and a leg for a hamburger, fries, and a drink because they will find it somewhere else, no matter what your quality is like. They're going to go to the Mexican restaurant down the road and spend the same amount on like a lot of food, or they'll that's go to Taco Bell, decent. who is back on the quality pricing wise because mm-hmm. they've they've made a lot of changes in the last couple of years. They got away from the CEO who thought they were uh, prime time charge people a lot of money. No, they went back to their roots and their value menus pretty decent now. And they've got that box that we were talking about. So 
people will go right back to Taco Bell finally. I think McDonald's needs this. They need a rebrand. They need something like this to stay competitive. I think McDonald's has fallen off hard yeah, in my opinion. Their lunch I, stuff. I, I think they're falling off hard. Yeah, they're I mean a McDouble is three dollars for a McDouble. Yeah. They're not they're not staying with the model that these other companies like if you want me to go to McDonald's for lunch, I need I need a burger, I need fries, I need maybe even something else and a drink in order to entice me to to get McDonald's over Wendy's. And they they don't even they're on the if it's not broke, don't fix it mentality where they don't even like add new stuff. When they add stuff, they just call it a celebrity meal like insert celebrity's name jack harlow meal and then they already just take the food that they already have and just put his name on it like there's no like new items out there or cheaper like the only thing that they've changed is their prices and they've increased it they've not changed anything else so kind of yeah i can't remember i've been to mcdonald's might be yeah that's another thing too where i'm willing to pay a little bit more for a new item just to see if it's something i want to keep getting that's where taco bell keeps their menu fresh wendy's yeah. uh oh. it's kind of always experimenting a little bit but mm-hmm. i mean sorry trying things yeah mcdonald's brings back the shamrock shake which i don't know if anybody really wants that every single year and then the mcrib they bring that back 80 80 times uh they're just like oh and it's back and everybody's that. like do do we want this i don't yeah. i don't know so yeah well you're lucky to get the shamrock shake if their ice cream machine's working that's true <laughs> they're like oh we have this psych not really <laughs> okay we got way off topic that was my fault though 100 percent. um back we can wrap up this topic but uh dynamic pricing let me say one more thing about it why does uber and lyft do dynamic pricing i said it earlier they do it it's a supply demand situation right if the if the demand is higher um then they need to make sure in the situation where people are trying to get to work, people are trying to, to go to concerts or events, there's a huge demand. And so they can charge more, uh, making sure that we get more drivers in there to make sure that everyone has a ride for where they need to go. Right. That's why they can upcharge significantly. Uh, people have to get a ride and then it, it draws in other drivers who want to make more money on those nights. That is not the situation with Wendy's. Wendy's is going to have the same amount of employees regardless of what time of day it is. Um, the the employees are not going to get paid more during that time. Right. The only thing that's changing is the company's making more money off of people. This is I, I genuinely think this is a terrible business idea. Like yeah. I don't understand who came up with it, who announced it. For, if they were going to do it, you should do it and not tell anyone and just see what happens. Right. Just see what happens. See if you the get fact away they announced it. it just to say, you know what? This is a busy time. We're going to charge more because we can make more money in this time. That's a terrible who's that's a terrible business model. No and one wants to hear even, you're getting charged more just because it's a launch. Right. And it's not like they're launching it next week either after the announcement. It's like, "Oh, we're doing this in 2025. Buddy, do you want to get boycotted 3 months out?" Yeah, I don't <laughs> It's I don't understand what they were thinking with that one. Um truly and last my last point here. Lunch all restaurants give lunch pricing and lunch deals because they know it's a big time. People need to eat lunch and all restaurants do this where all sit down restaurants will give price breaks at lunchtime to encourage people to come in during that time. This is discouraging people from coming in during high yield times. I, 
I don't understand. I don't get it. I think it's dumb. That's my take. The only reason I could think of them is just so that they're trending. People talk about it and then they're like, psych, we're not doing this. And then everybody's like, oh, no big deal now. So they just got free publicity a little bit for hmm. people talking about it. All publicity is good publicity, right? So that's what hmm. I, they, they talk about it. Then they're like, oh, that was a horrible idea. Y'all are right. We're not actually doing it. Possibly could be. Could be. I don't buy it. Could very well be. Okay, we're done talking about fast food for the day, I think. Uh, no, we're other, not. Oh, okay. I'm sure we'll bring it up later. <laughs> oh, <probably> true. Tins, <laughs> uh, you got a press release? Yes, I do. This one is probably pretty short and sweet, but just something I'm very much interested in. Uh, Lucasfilms has confirmed the working title for Ray's film mm-hmm. is going to be New Jedi Order. So this mm-hmm. is going to be Episode X, A New Beginning as the category was incorrect. So that was the leak that it was going to be a new beginning. Uh, wrong. It's going to be a new Jedi order. This is the speculation is it's going to be Ray is starting the Jedi's over in her own teaching, taking some of the old from the book she got from Luke, but also more of what she decides to be true of a Jedi. Um, so I don't know. I'm very excited slash nervous to see where the Star Wars universe universe is headed with Ray as the main character. Mm. Is that why uh, Elon Musk changed it to X is because he knew that there was going to be a 10th a Star Wars movie out there that was going to literally be X? Because Well, the I think they want to. I don't numerals. think they even want to. I don't know if they're going to name it Episode X. Oh. I think oh. they're trying to start over like this is her Completely own thing. It's not attached it. to the... Yeah, they don't want to have it attached to the Skywalker saga. Kind of like Solo was just Solo. It wasn't like... Obviously, it wasn't even a part of... It was its own separate story than the trilogies. So this would be a separate story from the... Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. supposed to. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to have probably connections just because she is connected to Palpatine and, you know... Spoiler alert. All that, yeah. yeah. If I just spoiled Star Wars for you, sorry. Um, I thought Palpatine was dead. Well, newsflash for you. <laughs> That's your great. Somehow, opinion. Palpatine returned. Does it not make you yeah. more mad? And yes, we're getting off topic. This is what we happen. What happens when we mess around on a Monday. But uh, the, the, I get most annoyed and furious at some points when you kill a character off and then somehow they come back and there's no like good explanation for it. They just like come back and I'm like, why? Why do we do this? I don't I don't know if anybody else agrees with me. This happens quite a bit. And I'm like, oh, I get like the whole like reason. Oh, it throws in a plot twist. But why kill a character off and then just for them to come back? Um, I think they they probably talked about it, but there's too much talking and dialogue. You were zoned out. I was probably yeah. I was like, oh, this isn't an action scene. There's there's this plot. I'm I'm gonna take a power nap real quick. Well, Star I, I Wars get... did that with Palpatine. Like they literally, yeah. That's the that's the running joke. But they literally like across the screen said somehow Emperor Palpatine returns. Yeah, and it's like we didn't even try to explain it. This is tough. It was tough. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't. Hmm. Maybe we'll get some more explanation. Yeah. I don't hate on the new movies as much as a lot of people. I see the flaws in them for sure. 
I think there's flaws in the whole, really every I don't mind one of the trilogies. Either. Yeah, I think they're good. Um, but yeah, no, that is one of the weaker storylines, and I think it's just where they had to bring him back, kind of connect her to him because he is her grandfather from like a clone situation. Somehow, somehow he like cloned himself, and he's like a loser version of Palpatine who went and had a kid. Wow, and that's that's her dad is Palpatine's clone, if I understand correctly from my google canon that i read <laughs> i can't wait for matthias to come in and be like what are you guys talking about we uh, did get corrected yeah. by matthias mason's brother big star wars guy big star uh, wars guy. we need to have him on and talk about star wars he corrected a couple of our um, star wars canon situations so mm. yeah that's gonna get fact checked almost assuredly i was off on a couple characters and what shows they did or did not appear in I thought that bald-headed lady was in a lot more than just Clone Wars. <laughs> he also made a comment that I just loved, which said, I don't know, Mason, I can't remember what it was, but you said something during the podcast that I said to myself, I can't believe you just said that out loud on the podcast. That's <laughs> most so, of the things Mason says, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's happened more than once. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> I am joking, Mason. You, you contribute a lot of thought, but I would never have, well... You teach me a lot, you know? How else would you know about, uh, you know... Marie Antoinette. That's right. Even though you kind of told me about it, (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Okay, Mason, press release. Yes. Uh, Well, mine was going to be the... Do we want to start on the... Should I watch that? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, I didn't have anything. (laughs) Okay. I had one more thing. Go for it, Zach. Um, I I said it to you guys. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm sure you have on Twitter. Mason, yeah. it's there for you. Um, Thank you. The uh, Willy Wonka immersive experience. <laughs> um, in so this was, I've I will admit I have not like ultra deep dive this. I've just kind of it's it's been there all week and it's been floating around. Um, from what I've gathered, uh, these couple of guys decided they were going to make kind of a Willy Wonka like make the chocolate factory sort of and brand it as come see the actual chocolate factory and walk through it and things of that nature. They were, they branded it as a Willy Wonka immersive experience that promised to transport fans into a magical realm. Uh, This turned out to be a pretty hilarious uh, scam of sorts. Uh, It looks as though someone put maybe $30 into creating the set for (laughs) this uh, place. It was like, uh, backdrops that were basically like designed for, I don't know, like children's part birthday parties and stuff like uh, plastic back backdrops. If you haven't looked at it, look it up now on your phone and it's hilarious. There were like five or six little candy shaped things laying around. Uh, there, there was a, an Oompa Loompa, this lady that was playing Oompa Loompa. Uh, she did not seem very happy to be there. And she had what some describe as like looking somewhat like a meth lab that was supposed to be cooking chocolate, apparently. Um, and then there was this really creepy thing called the unknown, which had a mask and was not present in any of the Willy Wonka <laughs> books or <laughs> movies. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, look at the tweet. I, I sent it to both of you. The unknown yeah. is in there. You will see a video. Um, this looks like a scream, like from very Halloween. creepy. 
um, yeah. <laughs> trying to introduce some like horror aspects. I don't know. It's truly the one of the wildest stories. I think tickets were like forty dollars almost to get into this thing. Um, everyone requested refunds and things like that. They hired a stand-up comedian to play Willy Wonka. Uh, I have what he told or what he um, said about the experience. <laughs> he said. I'm constantly applying for more acting jobs and comedy work. Then I get a phone call saying, congratulations, you're going to play Willy Wonka. We will send over your script and dress rehearsal is tomorrow. The script was was 15 pages of AI generated gibberish of me just monologuing these mad things. At the end of my monologue, I was supposed to suck up the unknown man with a vacuum cleaner. I asked them if they had a vacuum cleaner and they said, yeah, we haven't really got there yet. So just improvise. so um just truly one of the wildest stories ever they clearly just like rented out this little room or this little warehouse and we're like yeah you know what let's let's do this let's make some money um in a world of iphones and things like that you can't really pull this stuff off because it's as soon as the first person walks in it's going to be everywhere yeah, and and you're it's you're the gig is up pretty fast. Like probably so, no one's going now. Uh, oh, assuredly, it's been shut down. Yeah, where's it? Where's it at? It's in England somewhere. It's in. Oh dang it! I was gonna say yeah. we should take a road trip, but now the question is: is could you pull it off? Just people visiting, just to like make fun of it and actually make yeah. money. Could be. It's so bad. It's funny. How did how did that get away? Like, do you not have to pay? Is no one suing them when the whole Star Wars car wash thing was also in a different com- uh, a different country, and they were like Disney was like going after them? Did they get the rights to like Willy Wonka and all that? Like, how's that? Probably not because they're I don't know. low Willy budget. Wonka might be old enough to where it's no it's there's thing. no way. I don't know. I don't know. Warner Brothers um, is that not a? I will have to look all that up. Yeah, let's do some know. research on that before we say that, because I don't know what the really... I, I would answer it, but I don't know the answer to it. Um, very funny stuff there from Willy Wonka, though. So shout out. That was a real sentence that was made, everybody. I would answer that, but I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> that sounds like a Mason sentence. <laughs> I was going to say there's a chance, because Willy Wonka is a... Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a pretty old uh, book by Roald Dahl. And so it, it was written... Like a pretty long time ago, but I don't, I don't know how long ago or if it would fit that criteria of not no longer being under that copyright, like being phased mm. out. I don't know how long ago it's been now. That's yeah, why I said I didn't want to like, say that without it being real. Right. Kind of like the Steamboat Willie Correct. situation yeah. or the uh, Hundred Acre Woods. Yeah. Because then we got this, the dumb, scary movie of 100 Acre Woods. I'm sure we're going to get one of Steamboat Willie soon. I think we talked about it before. We did. So maybe that's what these guys are doing with Willy Wonka and get away with it. It, It's practically a horror story already, so. Um. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I saw a lot about it this week on Twitter. People were just like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Um, okay, that was your sh- that was your uh, press release. Tim, did you have anything else? Nope, just had the Star Wars news. Okay. We got the confirmed name. Uh, all right, so um, Mason, 
Yes, that's not true. Hello. Mm. Uh, Roald Dahl's original Charlie and Chocolate Factory will enter the public domain on January 1st, 2060. We're mm. a little far out there. It's pretty far in the future. <laughs> okay, so I'm not right about that. All right, so Mason uh, went and saw a movie, uh, a little movie called Dune 2 uh, over the weekend, and he is going to do a Should I Watch That? We're going to change up the segment a little bit, and it's, we're going to make this more of a of a survey questionnaire uh, after he watched the movie, and he's going to tell us whether we should watch it or not. Mason, yes. are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, real quick, so I went and watched it Friday yeah. night. Uh, shout out the guy working at the AMC because uh, we got there at 7.30 for a 7.45 showing. Uh, went up to the counter, said, hey, 7.45 showing. I was like, this is going to be a late night, three-hour long movie. Yep. The guy, the worker, had a great idea and said, you know, there's a 7.15 showing and they're still in previews. Mm. It's about 50, 50% or 25 or 30% full. So you can go ahead and go in there and miss all the previews and you'll, you you know, you'll be ready for the movie. Save 30 I was minutes. Like, Sold. Great idea. <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes of previews. So save me 30 minutes. Well, technically it saved me 15 because we got there. Anyways, save me some time. We did get there, and it looked more than 50% full because the whole upper half was full almost mm. to the brim. So we sat, which is not a bad. We should all talk about whether or not the lower section is good seating. We had the last row of the lower seating, so it was. I thought it was good. Fun. I didn't have to worry about you know getting like being like, sorry, excuse me, sorry. We just walked right into that aisle, and right. um, I was... I was going to get refill if there was a boring part of the movie on my popcorn and it was going to be easy for me to get a refill because I wasn't going to have to be like, sorry, excuse me and go across <laughs> people. But I did not get a refill during the movie because it was pretty. We don't have to. Yeah, you're going to ask questions. Oh, so. wow. No refill, yeah. huh? That's pretty no good. No refill. Wow. Yeah, I know. Okay, so um, we're going to go through some questions. Uh, this first one, I will say I, I just dropped this on Mason minutes ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> should be entertaining. So, so here it is. Uh, first question: Describe the movie in ten words or less. This All is spoiler-free right. for just before he does that. This is a spoiler-free conversation. So if you haven't seen yes. it yet, Tins and I have not watched it either. So this is a spoil completely spoiler-free uh, segment. So Mason, ten words or less. Dune two. So and if I do accidentally spoil it, they will edit this out. So. Because nope. I could just see me no being editing. like, oh, oh, well, <laughs> no, people I don't, will I don't, come for you. I don't know what to do now. Okay, ten words. Yeah. Sand. Mm. Worms. Okay. Zendaya. Mm. Mm. Explosions. Oh, Mason loves those. Plot twist. That's two. Plot twist. Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's not spoiling anything. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a plot twist uh let's see what oh straw in nose that's three words straws okay. in the nose and nine uh, yeah nine okay. i gotta pick a really good one here um confusing oh confusing <laughs> there are some confusing scenes for <laughs> mason loves a confusing scene <laughs> yeah. okay Did um I do good that was, was that good that was, i don't know i've not seen the movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know, but if, for someone that hasn't seen it you're like do you have a good idea of like oh okay 
Yeah, tell me everything you know about the movie right there. <laughs> All right, perfect. Thank you. Okay. Um, uh, what what would you consider the family friendliness of this movie? Is there anything if you would you be concerned taking a a child to this movie? Yes, I would. Okay. Um, I don't know. There's just there's a couple of gra- like uh violent. Um, mm. maybe teenager. You t- take a teenager, but very. Okay. Um, I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, Austin Butler is a villain, a very gruesome. What the? Uh, a very gruesome uh okay. villain. So that's yeah. yeah. But no, I would not okay. take a child. Take a teenager would probably be fine to watch this. Okay, cool. Um, all right. What about this one? Uh, okay. Rate this movie one to ten. I'm gonna give it an eight point seven. This is the official next guy of ranking. Uh, this is way higher than I was wow. expecting. 8.7 yeah. for Mason. Yep. Uh, I've heard it's very good, but that's higher than I was expecting. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, no. Uh, Jalen, my wife, was um, talking about how it was cracking her up, how I was sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. Wow. I was this like high praise. Yeah. This is very high praise. Yeah. How how would you compare? What was What's the rating for Infinity War? Uh, 10 out of 10. Okay, that's Mason's 10. That's what I thought. Okay, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. That's just shocking stuff. So let's do this. Um, what is your hottest spoiler-free take about this movie? Hottest? Uh, hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I know what it is. And I, I, told, I told my brother this, and he was shocked. Mm-hmm. This is some of the best action I've ever seen in a movie. Wow. Like the bet, like when there's fight scenes, there is um, explosions like we've talked about. When there is an action scene, it is like literally 10 out of 10 or 9 out of 10 when it comes to like the just and how well they did it. So is you mm. when you watch it you'll know what I'm talking about. Like I don't want to give anything away. Some of the best wow. action scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And I've seen it's all the Marvel of... movies. So <laughs> Okay, here I'll give you a hottest take. I'm going to tee this one up for you so we can get it on a graphic. Okay. Is this the best movie since Endgame? Yes, it is. Best all right. Put it on the graphic. Endgame. Best movie best made movie seen since the end game. <laughs> Zach, you've seen Dune One. Tinsley I has have. not. Yeah, I I've watched Dune it. One. Oh, okay. So you've seen it recently? I thought you hadn't yeah. seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was your all's thoughts on Dune One? So I've I've heard I watched this one at home because it was yes. during COVID times and it was released on free on HBO Max. So obviously I watched it there and didn't spend money to go to the theater. Um, so I, I've heard it's a different experience. I, I've heard that um, a lot of people watch this movie in IMAX, which I hope to do yeah. at some point because I do have yeah. an IMAX theater here in town. Um, I did like the movie. It was obvious that it was kind of setting. It was more stage setting for um, the big, much bigger second movie. You, did, you obviously didn't see the Zendaya character till the very end. Yep. You're, it's a lot of world building, a lot of introducing characters, uh, seeing where they're coming from versus a lot of the actual action. So, so I mean, plot building. Yep. Right. Right. 
tough. Things Mason does not like. Yeah, that was first right. one. This one's so much better. Like wow. I'm not even kidding. There you go. Like I and but it, it's would you think that had you not watched the first one and understood anything about the second movie? Yeah, I would have been completely lost. I, I'm going to be honest. Like this, and it, it made sense why they had to do it, to like build it up like world. that. But yeah. you just got to push through the first one if you're like me to get to. Like I said, this one's this one's good. It now I will I used one of my words as confusing. There are still some like very like plot like very deep like plot and it's kind of confusing. There's a lot of like hierarchy and prophecies and I don't think I'm giving anything away, especially if you've seen the trailer or the first one. But um, there are some scenes like that where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back to some action, and then <laughs> it holds up. So just wanted That's, to say that. Eight point seven is still way more than I thought you were going to. What did you it think I was going to give it? Uh, I thought you were gonna be in the sixes. No, yeah, eight point seven. No, it was a good movie. It's the best I've seen. Okay, Mason, let's wrap this yeah. up then. Uh, okay. You have to answer the titular question of this segment: uh, Should I watch that? Yes, you should watch this if you're if you like action. If you like something, so this this was actually I did not know this. This was written before star wars because i was like this when i watched Mm -hmm. the first one i was like i was like this looks like it was um stole like it it stole everything from star wars and then uh zach's dad actually brought it to my attention that these books were written uh this was like the this was the beginning of like a lot of sci-fi uh when it came to like star trek star wars anything that was like sci-fi uh this was actually like the and I hope I'm not quoting him wrong, but this was like the beginning of like starting all of that. So, um, no, if you like things like that, it's, it's good. And it's way different than what, like it's all out in the desert and it's, it's just a different vibe, but it is, it's really good. So wow. you should watch this. Yes. There you go. Mason, big dune guy, big dune guy. <laughs> yep. This is wild. Uh, so we will hopefully get to watch it soon. Um, most exciting stuff though. And so that, so this actually inspired our ending segment today. Uh, we want to do something sci-fi inspired after Dune had a very big opening weekend. In fact, uh, almost 180 or maybe over $180 million. Um, it was very comparable actually with Oppenheimer's open, which was very big. So this was a huge opening weekend for this movie. I think it's going to do pretty big numbers because a lot of the reviews as Mason was, have been very positive about it. So I can see this being a really big movie coming out and just growing steam as uh, the positive reviews have rolled in. So here is um, how we're going to end today's episode. We are going to do a blind ranking. Mm. I do not know how this is going to go. I will be honest with you. Um, So we're blind ranking 10 sci-fi movies. Um, I, I really tried to, to cover a wide variety of types of sci-fi movies. This is one of the reasons we really didn't do this draft as draft because there are so many different types of sci-fi movies and yeah it the range is just way too big to act to draft five movies from it's just there's so many movies so i picked 10 from different all different areas um i didn't pick any i will just tell you this up front i did not pick any really bad sci-fi movies there are really bad sci-fi movies um i thought about it i thought about throwing a Sharknado. 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 I did not throw a Sharknado in there. So these are only good movies. 
Um, or unless they shot good. and missed right there. <laughs> no, missed, missed is good. Mm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> tough, it's a tough ending. I, we won't spoil I didn't, the missed. I didn't either. finish it. <laughs> I didn't finish you ever it. Finished so. it. Oh. That's the most. This the is end most is part of that movie. Okay. Um. <laughs> What's your homework for this week? <laughs> yeah, go watch. Truly, I mean, it's based on a Stephen King short story, so it's not like they did it, but the movie is, the ending is very tough. My favorites is where they take like two animals and combine them together, like crocodile piranha or like an anaconda, <laughs> like, I don't know what, just like a bunch of different animals combined into one. All right, let's, let's hit it, Zach. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, let's get it. Um, all right, okay, so you guys have to agree on these numbers. That's kind of how this is going to work. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to start off with the movie we just talked about, Dune Part 1. Mm. You have spots mm. 1 through 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. I'm going to start out by saying it's probably in the, it should be in the middle of the pack for me, 10s. Maybe even I, lower. I would put it. I'd put it a little lower. I mean, this. I don't know how this list is gonna go. I'm. I'm yeah. thinking like the eight range. Okay, eight, I was gonna seven say or seven eight. or. But let's go. Let's lock in. Let's go. Let's give it an eight because I don't know if he'll give any worse than that. Like we'll right, have two okay. spots left. Okay. I don't want to have three. So let's go. Yeah. Okay. Eight. We've already said okay. a lot about Dune today, so we don't have to talk about it too much. Um. Okay. Let's do this one next. Um. Much different vibe. Uh, let's do Men in Black. Oh, very fun man. movie. No, that's uh, good. I didn't very, even think of that one. Yeah, very fun movie. Comedic. Um, yeah, a much different vibe. Much much more of a comedy, but definitely sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, that, one's pretty, that one's pretty high for me. It would be like... But you don't know what four, else in the three. Lead. Yeah, I'd be okay with one. Or inspired a remake recently. Five. It's much worse. Yeah, um, all the new. The, yeah, <laughs> it really falls off pretty quick after <laughs> like two. Honestly, I'd be okay with five. You think it's, it feels like it's right in the middle? It's got good okay. action, but it's funny. Yeah, let's go with five. Okay. I don't think we get too much hate with it being at five. No, nah, I, I think don't that's think fair. Okay, uh, let's do a heavy hitter here. Uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. Hmm. The one that started them all. It's a little so older the on the thing. list, obviously. Mason hates yeah. old movies, so. Um. Well, <laughs> this is. I, I, I think I'm breaking the rules, but is there going to be other Star Wars movies on this list? Because that is very important. I can't tell you. Oh, I think he's going to put the other ones on there. Yeah, I do too. And I, some of them. Oh, I'll just be honest. I think he's going to have one from each uh, each trilogy, and the older ones are my least favorite, to be honest. It's all where it I know started. it's that's a hot take. take for me. It was I such a hell time. I get a lot of tens. That. That's fine. Time. Um, well, you want to put it, it worse or better than Dune? One. You want to put it one right before Dune? <laughs> I mean, you want to do one worse than Dune? If you had to say, you oh, which one? It? Which one would you watch right now? The second Dune one. Okay, then let's put it at nine. All right. No, nine. I think it's. I think it's at the end. I think oh, it's. I, I just don't know takes. what. I don't know what else we have. Are we gonna? <laughs> are we gonna have something that's really bad that's gonna be like, oh, we don't have any more slots, so it's at six. You still have ten. Like, Could be. Have... Okay. Yeah. Next. Okay. Uh, this is fun. Um, 
Okay, I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this one at you right now. It's a movie I really liked, and I think it has a lot of respect in the sci-fi community. Actually, I don't know. I'm. I think you watched it, um, but I'm not positive. Uh, that is Edge of Tomorrow. Are you familiar? That is the one with Tom Cruise. He keeps coming back to life. Emily Blunt. It's like a Emily Groundhog Blunt, yeah. Day, but with aliens war. and yeah. death. Is that, is that not the snowstorm movie? Oh, that's no, a day no, after tomorrow. <laughs> Another good one. I thought I'd put it out. Honestly, um, I've seen tomorrow. it. I've seen it. It's been a long time. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Type deal. Okay. So I'd be fine with it in the middle. It was, from what I remember, it was pretty solid. I think it got it's a lot a very, of hate. I, it, I, nowadays it's talked very highly. Okay, as a very good movie, I will say. Um, if you look at a lot of lists, it actually is in the top. I'm not trying to influence your your pick here, but you haven't seen it in a while. I will say it is it is a good movie. Okay, but so if you I'm, haven't, I don't care where you put it. I'm just saying. So you want to go six or four, right in that middle range? You have five, eight, and nine taken up already. You want to go six? I, I feel good about six because I, I think I like Men in Black better. Okay, let's do that. Okay, I've not seen it so. Uh, all right, so we have five, six, eight, and nine taken up. You're saving those top four spots. We're gonna, this is going to get interesting. Um, could could prove to be a bad strategy to fill up the bottom of your bracket first. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's do this one because I think this is. Now nah, let's do it. Um, the movie to, to tap into a little bit of the horror genre. We, this movie we've talked about on this podcast a little bit already. Uh, the movie alien, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a, a genre shaper. This is an older movie as well. Came out in 1979, I believe. Um, Sigourney Weaver. This is an alien uh, on a spaceship goes and murders everybody pretty much. So, right. Spawned Starts a lot of sequels. Um, yeah. obviously alien versus predator came around more recently. Been around for a long time. Still making sequels. There's a Correct. big alien movie coming out like soon. last like last year. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one oh, coming. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. It's it's a it's a huge franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal. Mason, uh, are you familiar? Is, would you I'm, believe I me when I would say I've only seen bits and pieces of it? I would yes. believe that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've watched the original all the way through. We can't be frauds and put this high up if it's right. if we've not seen it. Uh, is this the 10? Is this the... <laughs> Might be. <laughs> do I have... I'm. I, that's one that's been on my list. Do you have a list of movies that you're like, I need to get to that? Like, to be honest, Avatar, The Way with Water, I've still not got to. Uh, just because I can't, mm, like, block I, out three I hours do. of my time. I mean, you're not watching. You're not missing much with Avatar. Okay, well, I'm just saying I have a list of things that I'm needing to watch. I might add that on there and see if I can give it a try. But it looks like a ten to me. Okay, we'll throw it at the ten. We'll we'll get a lot of hate for that. I think that's probably it's on the list. True to who we are. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's see this one Um, next. This is again. I'm trying. I try to keep a lot of different vibes in this list. Uh, This is from your boy. Uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, one Interstellar. Ooh. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, long movie, Hathaway, long movie. Uh, Jessica Chastain, Timothy Chalamet is on there actually. Very young Timothy Chalamet. Um, movie about space. 
people up there doing stuff. What? Oh. Which ones do we have open left? We have one through four. Wait. Uh, what do we, we have? One four, five, six, eight, nine, and ten. So you have one through four and seven. Is this a four I'm, spot? Huh? I'm cool with four. I like it. Um, no, it's it's good. There's a little confusing scenes in there. It has an Inception vibe. I don't know if he's no, going to throw that. It's definitely, not, it's definitely not seven. No, it's not seven. So we got to put it uh, four or three for me. I like four. I mean, it's it's been it's been hyped up for a long time. It's it's a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many. I've probably only rewatched it maybe once or twice. It's not got a lot of rewatchability. It does not. It's, it's not a yeah fun movie to watch necessarily. But it was a good like go to the theater mm-hmm. big event kind of feel to it. Yeah. Okay. So we've got four slots left. We have one through three and seven. Mm. Oh boy. It's kind of like deal or no deal. That's yeah, for <laughs> it real. really is. Um, okay, let's do this one next. Um, a movie that another movie that kind of transcends generations and has has been one of those key kind of linchpin movies. Uh The Matrix. The Matrix. Neither of you are mm. familiar. Are you Mason? Have you watched this? Tough break. I, I know what it's about, but I've no. watched them and I, I think they're so much very hate. dumb. Oh, this is a seven. I don't like them. I just don't. Keanu Reeves. Yep. Uh, I'm not a his... big Keanu Reeves guy, to be honest. Oh, wow. I'll get some more. Is John Wick sci-fi? Maybe. Chewie. Wow. John Wick's very John... good. This is oh, definitely a seven. Not like... Okay. It sounds <laughs> like <laughs> definitely seven. Um, yeah, I think that's we'll fair. That's a seven, yeah. John okay. Wick is the impossible, like we're going off topic, but the impossible, like 20 guys surround him and he has one handgun and somehow be able to curve his bullet to kill all and of never them. Never has once. to reload them. Never has to reload. Like it's very, it, I'm okay with like, of course, I'm the fast and furious, like take a car to space type of guy. Uh, but this is just like to a point where all it is is just he's really good with a handgun and can take out like a whole army by himself and it's like okay, yeah. I get the gist of the movie. So there you go. Mm. I said mm. it. Sorry, everybody. Tinsley also I, agreed with me. So okay, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I'm not right. a big John Wick guy. All right, let's push through. Go ahead, Zach. All we right, have we one. have three left. We have one, two, and three. Oh, I have like the biggest fear of like us leaving a one slot and it's like the worst. It's, he said Sharknado's not on there, but we leave the one slot open and it's like the worst movie I've, or something yeah. I've never watched. Yep. I'm trying to not be a fraud. And if I'm not seeing it, we put it low and then it's like it ends up at the one slot. Okay, go ahead. Okay, let's do this one. Um, You guys probably played this one pretty well. Um, This is shout out Mason. I don't know why I shout out Mason. Uh, it's the, <laughs> from from Pixar Studios, uh, Wally. Oh, Wally's great. Yep, I like no, Wally. We're doing good. I feel good. I feel good about do, this. Do we want to split it? Put two, put, put it two. right in the middle, and then we got one and three. And we just see what happens. Okay. No, Wally's a good. Wally's That's a good movie. Wally's a great I'll movie. Put, um, Wally's very good. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a cool sci-fi i mean it's definitely a sci-fi story um but it's a good one okay two left um okay let's do this one next uh from the star wars universe rogue one oh, no. i knew this was coming oh well i didn't know if rogue Ooh, one rogue, was one. rogue one's awesome 
Rogue One is awesome. Is this going to be number one, though? That's the question. Somebody say something. <laughs> give me the give me the answer. I can See, live with Rogue One. I can live with Rogue One being the one. It is because it might be my favorite Star Wars. I can't movie. believe New Hope's at nine. What a travesty. Yeah, maybe we played <laughs> ourselves a little bit, but I didn't want to no, give up all the good ones. My list. New Hope would be at ten. Okay, right, so you have yeah. one or three, and then you're Let's one. It. It's gonna it's gonna lock in the last one, but it even has it even has the name one in it, so it's destined. Yeah, Rogue one. All right, Rogue one, number, one. number one. I think it's not a bad. I like that movie a lot. Uh, obviously, Spawn the Andor uh, universe, which has a new season coming. Apparently, I think they wrapped yeah, filming on. I saw that today. Very good. Um, a lot of people think it's the best thing that's come out since. Slice bread. The best part of the new trilogy kind of section of the world. Um, I mean, I it's, it's not that. it's not based in the new. Obviously, this is um, not in the same time span, but that's been released after the prequel trilogy. Okay, uh, number three. Um, shout out Mason. <laughs> this is Avengers Endgame. Oh, okay. oh no! Uh, I kind of wanted that to drop really low, just to be funny. Um, <laughs> you knew we weren't gonna. I think leave you were gonna put. It, I think if I said it any time other than there, it would have went to number one. If you hadn't placed it yet, so I was, I was just kind of trying to play the game and see if I can get it, get it down to a nine or ten. But I would take this list. Like I, I, I think feel it's not really bad. Good about it. No. So let's recap um, down the list, and then we'll be done for our episode today. Uh, number ten. Alien, some yep. old heads are going to be upset about this list. <laughs> yeah, uh, number ten, Alien. Number nine, Star Wars: A New Hope. Number yeah, eight, going to be emailing Dune. One. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, uh, The Matrix. Number six, Edge of Tomorrow. Number five, Men in Black. Number four, Interstellar. Number three, Avengers: Endgame. Wow, pretty long list, guys. Number two, <laughs> Wally. <laughs> Above Avengers Endgame, <laughs> the boys, and number one, uh, Rogue One. Not a bad list. I think that could have went worse for you all. If I could have switched anything, sure. not knowing, I would have probably just did. I would just change the three. So Rogue One three. Yeah, you know, three. Yeah, we should have seen that coming from Zach. Yeah, yeah. He had. I, mean, I could have pulled out something kind of wild for. But it's not the worst thing way. ever. Like I, I, I stand by the list. You put the odds right we, there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely could have went worse. What um, if he would have had like I, I don't know all the ones at ten? What if he would have left them like ten, nine, and eight? What he would have left them at the end? But we have still had because we were leaving those slots open, so we would have. I don't know if we would put in yeah. game at. I do think or, you played it smart. Yeah, I okay. definitely. I, if I could have, I knew if I said Avengers in game at any point in the list, it was going straight to the top probably. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to sneak it around. I didn't. The only surprise was how low Star Wars, the New Hope was. I thought that would have been, if it was my list, that would have been pretty high. But Where the rest fit. Like four? It probably would have been top three. Top three? If I could just pick, Wally would have not have been on top of my top three. But obviously, you guys were playing the numbers of that game at that point. So, <laughs> um, Okay. That's a, that's a pod. That's a blind ranking. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. I will say this is a a plug for our Friday episode. We just recorded 
the interview uh, and I will say it's excellent. Uh, would I have said that even if it wasn't great? Yes, but this is actually very good. Um, we got our boy Josh Bowles, recurring guest uh, on the pod. He is talking uh, Atlanta Braves baseball, and so it's very good. This is not in our wheelhouse necessarily. We don't talk a lot of baseball on this pod, but uh, really solid interview. Uh, a lifelong Braves fan, and so that's a really good one. If you are definitely tune in for that one. Uh, we are on socials. We are going to be uh, on Twitter. March Madness as well is upon us uh tins is march uh as i I say (laughs) and so we are going to be uh pretty heavy with a lot of our march madness content coming up soon because that is the biggest thing in sports right now without a doubt one of the best times in sports is this uh, couple of weeks in march where uh crazy things can happen so be with us there on socials on our friday episode because it's about to start getting crazy march madness is here Um, And with all that being said, we hope you guys have a great week. We will see you back here on Friday.